Today's episode of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from the experts at GoToMeeting all about making work from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Find us on smart speakers or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen at gotomeeting.com slash tips. That's gotomeeting.com slash tips. Welcome to your favorite show of all time, ever, period, under the radar, Wednesdays on the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. What a hard habit to break, <laughs> Not having to say the Athletic Fantasy Baseball Podcast. But we love it, and we love you, and by we, I mean the man who just suffered a horrible injury in our OTP Sim League income. I really, it's a really bad injury, it's true. And the man who did a Google Hangout with a Milwaukee Brewers hat on in such predictable fashion. Hey, yeah, I got to stay on brand. Yeah, I, was, I, I knew it, man. I saw it because it's kind of shadowy when you're on the, the call. And I'm like, all right, that's definitely a Brewers hat. Yes, uh, old ball and glove logo, always. Never, never two seams, always one. On the show today, as promised, we're going to have a little game. I asked Ian six questions about DVR. I asked DVR six questions about Ian. It's kind of a newlywed game. Couldn't come up with a punny name for it, so we're just going to not name it, I guess. Uh, and uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit of OTP, which I want to start with, actually. Because uh, every so every week, all of us in this league, which we've mentioned a bunch of times, it's a 30-team league run by 30 writers, uh, podcasters, whatever is at The Athletic. Everyone has a team. Uh, DVR is the Padres. I'm the Diamondbacks. Ian is the White Sox. And the White Sox were flying high. And I think even Grant Brisby, uh, well, he's Grant Brisby in real life, but Grant Bisby in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he uh, he gave you a shout out on how well the White Sox were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know if the fortunes are going to change a little bit, Mr. Ian Khan. You know, the fortunes have to change. So I was on the phone with Jamie, our uh, our commissioner of the league. Yeah, shout out Jamie Clark. Big shout out. and And Jamie was uh, we were talking, just trying to talk through a couple of things, just trying to make sure that I had everything set for the simulation to go through. I'm on the phone with him. He's like, look, you know, if you have the seven-day lineup set, then let's say uh, Jose Abreu tears his ACL. Then, like, you'd have to adjust your lineup. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the simulation starts last night. I also have some interesting trade talk to share. But the simulation starts, and in the first game of the simulation, uh, Jose Abreu injured. Torn ACL out six months. <laughs> and Jamie's like, what the, f- what the, f- what the f- is that? And, uh, and I just laughed. I thought it was like hysterical. Then my team went three and four for the week. That wasn't as fun. And my team scored like two runs. The White Sox just, you know, Eloy's out. Jose Abreu's out. And Edwin Encarnacion is out. So I've got like just bunny rabbits just hitting the ball and running. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a pretty big loss. Uh, I immediately, immediately after this happened, I got, uh, messages from the owner of the San Francisco giant saying, Hey, Brendan belt. And, uh, from the, and I, and from the Anaheim angels about Albert pools. And I had an amazing, uh, trade talk with Megan M. I don't know Megan's last name. Megan Montemuro. She's, she's yes. a Phillies writer. She, yeah, she's, she's awesome. The Phillies writer. Yeah, so she's she was talking to me about Louis Robert earlier in the day, and we had this great 
uh, back and forth. And then she sent me kind of a, a medium poor offer for Louis Robert. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, I think with, um, with the injury to Abreu, I'm going to pass on that and try to find a different way forward. And she goes, womp, womp. And I was like, oh, all right, now we're playing for real. Okay. Here's what happened. Cause I had said to her, send me four quarters for a dollar. Like, let's make Louis Robert the dollar. You send me four quarters. Maybe I'll get a dollar 25. Cause I am in full compete mode this year. And if you can give me you know, Scott Kingery. And then she throws me. She Zach Eflin me, had to be one of them, right? Or Nick Pavetta. No, no, it was Pavetta, um, yeah. Hazley, and then two or two prospects. I, I forget. It's worth it's worth a quick look. Um, well, she's been trying to sell Pavetta for a while on the trade. Right, right, right. So and, Bra- and Vince Velasquez, Scott too. And Eric Miller for Louis Robert. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. She's like, womp, womp. And I said, well, okay, let me be honest with you. I didn't like your offer very much because I like Pavetta about as much as you like Pavetta. Hazley is the is a platoon bat. And you're, the two prospects, one I have at 127 on on a prospect list, and the other one doesn't appear on the list. So instead of giving me four quarters, you kind of gave me three dimes and two pennies. <laughs> And she was like, because, you know, she kind of threw down the gauntlet. She sent me kind of a meh offer, to be to be fair. And then when I was trying to be nice about it, she was like, yeah, go screw yourself, Con. And I was like, all right, go screw yourself, Megan. And then she came back. She was like, that's fair. And I thought, that was a really good negotiation. So we'll come back to uh, Louis Robert. But it's a it, OOTP. I highly recommend the experience with the, that we're having. It's super fun. And I'm going to have to figure out how to replace Jose Abreu. I have some ideas i'm thinking it through i like eric hosmer yeah i'd like to oh, trade you eric hosmer DVR? after all the profile <laughs> stuff you're gonna go back to gm dvr <laughs> maybe i might i might come to hosmer throw him a bag of balls for hosmer take on a salary DVR, yeah come on dvr what, so what would uh what would it take white Sox are stacked man I, I bet you asked for nick madrigal you already traded nick madrigal I traded Nick Madrigal, and yeah. that trade is so key now because now Danny Santana is actually moving to first base. So Danny Santana took over for Eloy in left field, right? I traded for him right before the season started, and I was trading for Lance Lynn and Mike Miner, really is what I was trying to do. But getting uh, Danny Santana has been huge because now Santana's gone in for Eloy for two weeks. Eloy will be back, I think, in about 10 days. Uh, now I can move Santana to first base. He'll cover first base till Edwin Encarnacion comes back, which will be in about three weeks. And then my team will be pretty good again. I think I'll be fine. I don't think I'll, I, I had dreams of running away with a thing, running away with the AL Central. I don't think that's going to happen, but um, I definitely think I'll compete, you know, and get in, hopefully get in the playoffs. DVR, how, uh, how are the Padres looking? 9-14. and 14. I am a, a boiling kettle of rage uh, as this first month of our sim plays out because I think tactically <laughs> you're I, worse than the Giants I, yes the Bru- Giants are 11 and 13 the yeah. the Brewers the Pirates and the Padres are in, in the same boat and two of those three teams shouldn't be this bad but I guess it's only 23 games so still time to turn it around but hey Ian brought up Adam Hazley and I think for me one of the most fun things about these sims is that we're all looking at some players who We've probably thought about them before, but we're looking at them differently. And Adam Hazley is a player that I haven't really thought a lot about. So, you know, while you were talking about that negotiation, I said, you know, what is going on with Adam Hazley? Is there something to like there? This is a guy who was an eighth overall pick for the Phillies in 2017. Yeah. Out of college. So, more of a finished product than a guy who was going to get a lot better. Good plate skills in the minors, double digit walk rates from double A on up. K-rate jumped up a little bit last year when he debuted. That's pretty normal, 24.8% for the first pass at big league pitching. Not that bad. 
ground ball rate spiked in the big leagues last year too. So easy to see how the 67 games he played were kind of underwhelming, but I'm looking at the profile from the upper levels of the minors and I kind of like him. I mean, I, I think he's probably not a guy who's going to be relevant in 10 or even 12 team mixed leagues, unless he ends up in a really prominent spot in the batting order down the road. But I think for deeper leagues, like 15 team mixers, there could be a path there. And definitely for NL only, he's a guy that I probably overlooked a little bit, maybe even for like leagues like RDI, right? Really big keeper and dynasty type leagues. He's probably a guy that I've been underrating so far. Let me ask you a question about this. So like uh, in this game, um, we're GMs and we're managers. And there are some other forms of the game I play just by myself where I'm the GM, but I'm not the manager. And I almost have to like force moves. Like we're doing this Marlins thing, looking at him five years in the future. And Don Mattingly's not not starting the guys I want him to start. And the only way for me to make him do that is to basically trade away or, or send down to AAA everyone I don't want him to start. And I can't remember who it is exactly, but it's it's like he's not starting Monty Harrison or something like that. I had to get rid of like all my outfielders I had to demote for a day so he could just get them into the lineup and then I can go back and bring them back up. But in this, you can do that. And so like I, I'm sitting here like in, in AAA for me right now. Um, I swung a trade to get Adolis a Garcia and he's destroying the ball. And I, I don't know. I mean, basically, short question, DVR. Are you going to try and engineer a way to get these bats in the lineup that you think should be in there? Because the sim is, for whatever reason, loving them. Like I feel like I'm wasting a Dolis Garcia in AAA, but like I don't. What am I going to do with this outfield? It's I'm stacked. Arizona stacked in the outfield. I don't know how to do it, but I mean, you know, maybe someone like you, who's dead last in our division, <laughs> could find a way to engineer him to the majors. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe in August when if, if I'm still in dead last, I don't I don't think it's going to play out quite like that. But I I wonder with the sim. This is something I just don't know about out of the park yet. Do tooled up players who do have a flaw, which I think is a fair description of Adolis Garcia. He is very tooled up. He's got above average power. He's got above average speed. He's got a big arm. It's an interesting skill set to bet on with a minor league roster spot right now. You know, is he the kind of guy who can exceed expectations at a rate that is in line with real life? Or is it above real life? Or is it even less likely than real life? Like, what is the success rate of the toolsy player given an opportunity in this game? Like, if you're a rebuilding team, if you're a team just taking the occasional dart, it doesn't really matter where you're at in your process. I wonder how much the game rewards players like that. Because I honestly, I have no idea. And this is kind of goes back to the Profar thing for just a second. It's like, I, I didn't want to do that trade because of how the game rated Profar. Not because of how I view Profar. I was afraid that I was making a bad tactical choice within the constraints of the game. And I just don't know how players like Garcia, uh, Devin Travis, who, you know, like the guys that we've. Devin Travis is doing well. Right. The guys, the minors. The guys that we kind of see as our own, like, can they actually, with major league playing time in the sim, exceed the expectations at a higher rate than they would if they actually got those chances on a big league field? I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure you know who I'm sure does. Jamie Clark. We got to get him on the phone. Our maybe team commissioner. Maybe we got to get him on the pod. Jamie's good, man. Jamie. Jamie is. Uh, Jamie was incredibly valuable yesterday, taking me through it, taking through the seven day lineup. So big, big hat tip. Except he got Jose Abreu injured somehow <laughs> in his mind. I, I, I don't know. How. I don't, <laughs> know how. don't blame the commissioner. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like, I'm so sorry. I injured Syndergaard. Syndergaard is. 
Oh, did you? I did it. So I had to write this template for a project, and it was for a Mets podcast. And I had to use an example of you know top level news, and I just quickly just wrote. Noah Syndergaard tears his ACL, is out for the season. How are the Mets going to replace him? That was my example like in February. Not a thing I wanted to happen, just the first name that popped into my head and the first injury, and there you go, template written. So you got to be careful with these hypothetical scenarios. That's good, but but something about Jamie saying it and then like 15 <laughs> minutes later, it arrives in a simulation was strange. Very strange. Really strange. Very strange. And actually, I woke up this morning and I thought, oh, man, Abreu's out. Oh, and you know, you think, I, I'll make a trade. I'll get a guy. I'll trade a draft. And like, in real baseball, like, you have to, like, find a way to replace him. And Andrew Vaughn's not ready to come up. Andrew Vaughn. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we should just tell everyone what happened here. We just had some technical difficulties. <laughs> We had a we had a spate of technical difficulties where we had to restart here, and uh, that was pretty fun. Well, thank you for doing that. That was really <laughs> that was a good try. <laughs> Ian Khan, comma professional. There you go. Uh, happy, right, so happy to be here. I think it's a, it's a it's I feel like that was nature telling us to wrap it up and get to this game. So uh, enough of OOTP right now. So let's get to the game. Uh, All right, I'm excited now. Yeah. And by the way, if you, if you have any questions about the OOTP sim or anything, just shoot us a note on Twitter. We haven't done a secret word in a long time, by the way. I feel like since this all started. Damn. Right? We're, yeah. So what should our secret... Well, let's let it come from the game. Yeah, it usually comes naturally. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so here's the game. I asked, uh, I asked each of you six questions about the other. The other doesn't know the questions yet. This is newlywed game style. And I asked you both to send me... Uh, Ian, can you shut those birds up, man? Is there a way they're just distracted? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if those are my... Are these my... No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking, man. I think it's adorable, actually. <laughs> it's like watching golf. Man, it is kind of nice, right? It's yeah, very man. relaxing in nature Yeah. Open your windows, man. Hey, hold on. Let me see. Is it... I don't know. If, well, I just opened, I opened the... Oh, yeah. That's definitely mine. DVR, I don't know if you're like I am imagining Ian with the windows that go out like shutters, like a, like an old-fashioned, you know, up up by the Bronxville uh, <laughs> palatial. The crank windows. windows? Fly, yeah, instead of up and down, the ones that go out. That was, that was a vertical side. window open sound right there, though. Yeah, yeah you are it correct. It was, right? That is, a, that, was a vertical, that is a vertical door that goes out onto the balcony outside of our bedroom. Which is I'm gonna we're moving soon and I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss this little balcony here. It's sweet as hell. It's got a great view. Build one, right? Yeah, it's the new house. I'm going to talk about how it's amazing. I love it, but uh, just this one little thing, it's all good. All right. It's all good. But yeah, all right. shut up, birds. Come on, man. No, keep the Baseball's birds coming. It's freaking golf. What's the matter with these people? Birds. I bet you're going to hear a lot more birds, birds in these empty stadium games, but that's another story. I, another time. I am so excited about the empty stadium games. I really, I, I, I'm starting to get the idea that, that it might happen. Um, I would love, I, I just think it's going to be fun to hear like Bryce Harper yell at a pitcher. I think miking up the players more, kind of like they do in spring training and the All-Star game, is something they have to consider just to add new elements of production to the game and to maybe distract us from the haunting like echo sound that we'd hear otherwise. I mean, I wouldn't think they would mic up the stadium as though people were in it. That would be pretty stupid. But I hope if this season happens that it is the ultimate sort of like fun laboratory for production purposes especially, where they just try some different things to see uh, what kind of sticks for the long haul. 
Yeah. There's a video of Freddie Freeman taking an at bat with Chipper Jones doing, we're talking to Chipper Jones in spring training that is so much fun to watch. Where Freddie Freeman is like talking to Chipper while he's hitting. And he's like, I think he's going to come fastball here. I think he's going to come. Shut up, Chipper. The ball's going <laughs> to shut up, Chipper. It's so much fun. Everyone should check it out. Really fun. On to the game. Let's go. I'm going to do this back and forth. So we could. All right. So uh, here's the first question I asked Ian. There are six. Um, I should have had a pen so I can keep score down here. I'll just notch it into this coffee table. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I got paper and a pencil in my hand. I will All right. keep score. Yeah, but DVR, you're one of the contestants. I don't know if we can trust you. I trust them, though. Come on. Six, man. I bought ciabatta bread recently. Thought of my man. We can trust him. He's always there. With a side of side of profar. Did you toast it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Come on, man. Did that ciabatta bread make you a promise and then back out on it once the show stopped rolling? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'll do Escobar for profar. Did we even talk about that on the air? I hope we did. Nah, it's okay. It's fine. We did last. We did last week. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Moncada went up at second base, so it's all good. All right. Nice. yeah, he, he went up to 50 defense from 45 because he's getting back in the rhythm. Okay. All right, let's newlywed, do this. Newlywed game. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, I asked this of, uh, of Ian. How would DVR rank these three Padres in a dynasty points league? There was Chris Paddock, Manny Machado, Mackenzie Gore. I got Ian's answer right here, but DVR, how would you rank these three Padres in a dynasty points league? Paddock, Machado, Gore. <sighs> I would go... Gore, Machado, Paddock. Ian, I don't know if you remember your answer if you want me to read it. I right? remember my answer. Yeah. Damn. I have to say, I, I I blew it because I didn't see that it was points. I just thought it was a dynasty league ranking. All right, DVR, let's do, since Ian, okay, let's get the points out of there. What I thought was, I, I didn't notice, I, I didn't know it was points league. I thought it was just pure dynasty league roto. Well, we just, well I mean, DVR, get the points league out of there. Re-rank them for us. I'd still rank him Gore Machado Paddock. I was assuming a points league that is in the realm of roto values, like the cut line scoring format. Ian, is that? I mean, I don't want to. This is you guys going to mess this game up on the first question? No, I blew it. Uh, I got wrong. <laughs> okay. I got it way wrong. I got no one in the right order. I had for my for my partner Derek. I had it Machado Paddock Gore. I was thinking that his. You know, he's he's not a huge risk guy, and Mackenzie Gore's great as he could be, still has some risk. I believe that Machado is going to have a comeback, and Paddock makes me a little bit nervous, but I had it wrong. I'm wrong. And what's Machado's still like 27 years old, too, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. He's going to come back this year. It's a big, if we play, he'll play well this year, I believe. TVR, why'd you change your uh, risk profile for Mackenzie Gore, love? I think he's just that good. Like, he's the rare special pitcher who we could be talking about as part of a, a big three or a big four or a big five someday as a possible first rounder. I mean, I, I like all three of those players. I do think Machado is underrated right now. Uh, I think I like Paddock more than most because I think the third pitch is something he will still develop. I think the reason I put Paddock last, though, is because he has had Tommy John once already, and I think there's a little extra injury risk that comes with him in the long run. Um, so really, it's three guys I, I like probably just more than the field in that context. Fair enough. I mean, do we we can agree we like all three of these? Or DVR, are you not a much? Uh, you don't like Machado? Like I know Ian and I are love, uh, loving Machado. I right? like Machado. I, I think it's silly that he's a fifth round, sixth round pick in some leagues. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to check. Uh, moving on to uh, to the Ian set of questions, we'll go back and forth. We'll bounce a little bit. I asked DVR who would Ian rather own in a dynasty league: Madison Bumgarner or Justin Verlander. Ian, what's your answer? Uh, 
Interesting. Uh, Justin Verlander. Justin yeah. Verlander. Yes, for trade value. DVR, you were right. That's a point for DVR. Although ding, you didn't ding, say ding, for ding, trade ding, value. Ding, ding, ding. That would have uh, given you bonus points if you actually added that on there weirdly. That would I mean, have been I, amazing. I, I think it was just Justin Verlander anyway. It's definitely it's Justin Verlander anyway, but but I would be looking to move I move Verlander. I just move Verlander this offseason. So I would move Verlander. Yeah. Nah. DVR is winning. Bummer. Okay. I don't really you know, Madison Bumgarner in the in the sim has got a sub two ERA through the first month. And he's younger. You know, I thought there would have been a case for Bumgarner over Verlander. Maybe one of you would have said it. Nah, it's just that the velocity is so down with Bumgarner. The injury risk has been so rough. And again, that's why I say for for trade value, that's why I I like him. All right, let's bounce back. Uh, one nothing. DVR. Congratulations, man. So far, off to a better start than the Padres in my sim. Well, <laughs> give it some time. <laughs> uh, without looking at IMDb. How many Ian Conn performances, and we'll take the show or the character, can DVR name? And we got the over-under at 5.5. So just shows that he's appeared on? It could be a show. It could be a movie. I, you know, if you, if you remember any of the plays that he's mentioned, uh, we'll accept that. Okay, obviously Turn. That's one. We've talked about The Box before. That's two. That's true. Bull. That's true. Uh, Sex That's three. City. That's four. Uh, let's see. What else has Ian been in? Um, Ian, how much is it killing mentalist? you? Oh, is that true? I don't know. Is that true? That is correct. That's five. You have a slam dunk to get you over 5.5, which is what we set the over under at. Yeah. I got one, one free one left here. Huh? Five and a half was the number. Oh, is he going to get there? Ian, I know you and I are thinking of the same one, right? I, I, I'm just in misery dealing with it, but I'm happy to Dawson's Creek. Ah, <laughs> that wasn't the one I was thinking of. Ian had said the under. I took the under, yeah, yeah. I definitely took the under. I thought he was going to come. I knew he'd figure. I knew he'd do turn. If, if I missed turn, turn I don't think I could yeah. be on a show with you anymore. That'd be horrific. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I lose again. I'm over two. Yeah, no, I had said, him on the under. How do you do one bull and not the other DVR? One bull and not the other. The, the Ian Khan's the only man to be on both bulls. I was waiting for like, okay, who's on bull and then bull? Oh, I, I guess in my mind, I just never like, acknowledged there were two bulls. Oh, there's two bulls. No. Yeah. Oh man, come uh, on. All right, I'm Steve Gino's. All right, all right, let's get the next one. I'm going to get this right. <laughs> all right, well, okay. Does Ian know your dog's name, DVR? Uh, Ian, go ahead. <laughs> Here's what's awesome about that. <laughs> We've been doing this show for a year now, right? A little over a year. And I'm telling you for, I would say the first nine months, for the life of me, I could not remember Hazel's name ever. I couldn't ever remember Hazel's name until COVID-19. So until about, I think a couple of weeks ago. And he said, well, you know, Hazel and I, we went out for a walk and he was, she was barking at this other dog that only comes by and beat her up once. And all of a sudden I went, oh, it's freaking Hazel. He said it 30 times. The dog's name is Hazel. It's Hazel. So yes, I do know DVR's dog's name. You sure it's not Sadie? No, it's well. No, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty damn sure it's Hazel. <laughs> All right. All right. DVR said, "Yeah, I think so." Damn. Kind of a wishy-washy. He thought you might have. No, nah, so. he gets the credit. No, damn. like the, the exact progression that Ian described is kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I'm pretty sure he does know her name. I'm not sure he knew her name right away. 
So. No, I never did because Hazel didn't make any sense to me as a dog's name. You know what I mean? And until it, then it made perfect sense. I was like, yeah, Hazel's a great name for that dog. But like when we first started out, like the big joke was that Hazel has to be our secret word, by the way, that Hazel right. <laughs> um, deal. Hazel used to bark all the time. And, and DVR would get so mad about it. And then, but I would never, I would, I would, it was like the name would erase. And I'd be like, what, wait, what, what, what's the dog's name? What is it? And I would, it like became a thing for me. But yes, I, I, I got it right. I'm glad. Even though Two I'm nothing. Losing, we, I'm glad. we need to come yeah, back for me in here. Two nothing. Yeah, DVR sorry. seems to know you better than you know him. Uh, okay. How many home runs did DVR think Ryan Braun would hit this year in a full season? And uh, I'll give you plus minus five on this one. Cool. I'll take it. All right, how many home runs did DVR think Ryan Braun would hit this year in a full season? DVR, how many home runs do you think Brian, if we would have played out this entire season, before it all started, how many home runs do you think Ryan Braun would have hit? 23. Oh, oh you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Ian got 17. What? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was almost, I was eight. I was going to do 18. And then I was like, no, I really think it's. 17. The first number that popped into my head was 24, and I was like, eh, 24 might be one too high. Let's go to 23. Ian, why did you think it was so low? Did you actually think that DVR wouldn't like him, or were you kind of putting a little bit of yourself into that 17? I'm just putting the injury in there. I'm putting the injury in there, and is he going to be at first base a lot? I'm I'm putting him in for 120 games, 110 games. Um, ah, 0 for 3, man. This This is terrible. Disaster. We're gonna play it all out, though. I don't care. Yeah, we all. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we have to see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was uh, DVR is a good moment. Twenty-three, twenty-four home runs for Ryan Braun does seem kind of seems a little big. High. Yeah, playing time. At not first not base. like we were here to mess with you, but you know, yeah. we love you. He could still hit. Uh, if they get to use a DH this year too, I mean, he's the guy that gets yeah. a little nudge right. in playing time too. Yeah, but. I was looking just regular 162 games in Milwaukee playing left field, bouncing around on those knees. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm wrong. Right. Well, you know, we got Ian, you got to put it in your mindset. Like, you to the Yankees is DVR to the Brewers. No, I know. So you got to give like a 20%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, no, but it's like, what do I think Brett Gardner would be? You know. Well, stand by because we got a Brett Gardner question coming up. Are you serious? Oh, actually, right now, actually, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> oh no, that, people are going to think that this is getting strange. Okay, go on. I did not know that. Go on. We asked Derek Van Riper, Derek which Van Yankees Riper. combo would Ian rather own in a single oh, okay. season, eighteen team roto league? Luke Voigt and Brett Gardner, or Clint Frazier, Jonathan Losania, Loisiga, Loisiga. I can't say it. I give up. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And Aaron Judge. The catch oh. is you have to start them unless they're injured. Huh. Okay, huh. so you, I mean, it's, it's Voight and Gardner. Re, re, uh, Voight, Voight and Gardner versus... Or Clint Frazier. Judge. Nah. DVR, you want to just say that last name for us? Loisica. Thank you. Hold on, so let me think this through. So I have to start, I would have to start Frazier, even if he's a fifth outfielder or in the minor leagues, he would still start? Right, it's, he's... he's that's why I made it an eighteen-team roto league to make it realistic. Uh, you might okay. actually have 18. to. Uh, guy, um, you have to start be, them unless they're injured. Basically, I have to start them unless they're injured. Okay, Gard- and this is the new league or the one sixty-two pre-COVID league. 
Um, let's let's make it the 162 since we know what the new league is going to look like yet. Actually, you know what? I got to go with Void and Gardner only because of the injury risk for Judge. Because if 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 Judge were healthy, I would have gone the Judge side with Frazier and wow. Lawsiga. Um, but I'm going to say Luke Voigt and Brett Gardner just for the safety of the situation. I do believe in Luke Voigt. Gardner is going to play, so I'm going to go that route. Derek Van Riper knows you really well, man. Dang. I think he'd take the Voigt Gardner side and he'd use the judge pick on something else. <laughs> so, Ian, it's man. like playing rock, paper, scissors with my kids, and every once in a while, like you just lose five in a row. And like every time you go, it's like, all right, well, he just did rock, so I'm going to. Hey, it's all right. You know what? He 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 it's does good. the this show. Yeah, and then he but then he listens to the show to edit it. So of course, you know, he gets to hear you twice. No, he's so, I I I was super close on the on the 17, the over under. I mean, not really. You were six off. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's <laughs> true. That's, that's I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> that's true. That wasn't close at all, especially if we were with 24. <laughs> But that was, that was my favorite moment of the show so far, and there have been a few. All right, what's next? I'm going to get right. this one. Um, all right, let's dig in. Uh, but are, we, are we underrating Loisiga a little bit? Loisiga? I mean, that's not one of those in scenarios same- where, where Pedro, where, yeah, well, I mean, it's not one of those, no, in real life. I mean, right. that's not one of those He's- instances where the guys who are injured are going to come back with a shortened season. He's I mean, Severino's out. There. He's yeah. he's Severino good. He's out. he's really good. He's just a guy that you look at year over year and say, could he ever just be healthy? It's been one injury after another, and I think over even a four month season, you'd still look at him as a guy who's got one of the higher injury risks across all pitchers. Yeah, I bought I bought some autograph rookie cards. How much? How many did you buy? Uh, I got one with the patch. And then I got one, one with a patch in the autograph, and one with the autograph. And how much? How much does a Loasiga rookie card? Rookie card? Yes. Signed rookie card. It was under ten dollars. Yeah, but you got to go to like it's crazy. Like you got to go to Bowman, and you go to the one that has the one on it. Like there are all these rules about which was the actual first card, and they're usually these Bowman gotcha. cards. Uh, yeah, because you can be on a, you can have all a right. Bowman card for a few years, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing a lot of that. I got a lot of all right, what's <laughs> a lot the next of Lewis one, All right, you don't want to hear about right, my bad, card yeah. collecting. I do, I, I uh, do, but I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm losing. I got to catch up. All right, I was trying to get you out of that losing rhythm and into. Nah, good I feel place. good. I feel good. I feel good. And actually, all I right. have some cards. I can. I have some old baseball cards that we should do a transfer on at some point. Well, uh, you know, I'm very specific. I'm just basically buying my sleepers for this year. I'm, I'm playing fantasy right. baseball with baseball cards, basically. Listen. I, anyway, can I say quick, quick stop for a second? I kind of, it's kind of sad because I'm missing fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball is fun. We have moments of it, like every three days. The OOTP when the sim is going for that, like 25 minutes that it's going, it's like fantasy baseball. It's super fun, and it's like, oh my god, it is right. It really is fun. Super fun. Watching the games play is is a tremendous amount of fun. But I miss playing fantasy baseball, and I hope baseball comes back. I really do, in whatever form, as long as it's safe and it doesn't get people hurt or sick. I really hope it comes back. It'll be it'll be a really great thing to have. Well, our job here is to help bridge that gap. Yeah, let's bridge it by playing by playing the newlywed game. I love it, and I'm losing. All right. I still love it. I love it. We asked Ian Khan, would DVR rather have Ryan McMahon or Michael Brantley in a single season league? And I think for this one, since we're nitpicking, it can. 
be either. I think it could be the short season or long season. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think this is a straight value pick. DVR? If, if, Ian had to get this one right. Michael Brantley. Oh, you're right. Okay, all right. Was that that obvious? That, was, that one was kind of a layup, I think. I mean... Really? I... I uh, yeah, because it, for me it was a little bit because I don't trust McMahon is going to play, and I do trust that Brantley's going to play, and Brantley's really good, and it, I was confident on that one. Brantley's until really he, Until underrated. DVR said, yeah, until I, I own him in a lot of Dynasty Leagues, which is always fun. He's, a, he's like a, he's a, per, not a, Mike Brantley should be a guy that you should get on every team. Every I like team you should have. Oh, you mean he's one of those boring? Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, one of those lesson he's learned a, guys. Yeah, yep. He's a he'll hit you two ninety five with nineteen home runs and get you fourteen stolen bases with eighty five runs and ninety RBIs. Which actually, I'm looking up their ADPs boring. right it's now. Just really good. Should have looked up their ADPs Brantley. first. Brantley's one twenty four. McMahon's one seventy five. Brantley's like 50 picks later than he could go. Like if he were going 50 picks earlier, I wouldn't say get him everywhere, but at that price, every every time. He's a really As Ian good would say, number. close. <laughs> close. <laughs> so close. It's just off by six. All right. Guerrero's getting this one wrong. I'm sure. I know he's getting this one wrong. Uh, that was a big win for you. Do you, you want to linger on that? Yes, I needed I, that. Do yeah. you guys not like Ryan no, McMahon? I do like Like is Ryan McMahon... McMahon just right for you guys? Is that what it is? And like Michael Brantley is just a better... For, if it was a dynasty trade, I might take McMahon, but I also might not. I don't... I don't. It's hard because you got so many guys in Colorado. Brendan Rodgers. You've got Garrett Hampson. You've got Ryan McMahon. You've got Daniel Murphy. You've got Trevor Story. You've got Nolan Arenado. You've got just... You're loaded over there. So if they get 400 at-bats, and we know Brantley's going to play every day as long as he doesn't get hurt, and that seems to be not as problematic as it was years ago. You know what I mean? So Brantley, Brantley is a really good fantasy player. Really? All right. That average, he helps the average so much. Fill in the blank. This is what we asked DVR and we asked him to do this using the brain of Ian Khan. Oh, this is the most, that's not easy. That's not the fill in the blanks. Tough one. I must've known that he was going to have a commanding lead. The most overrated player in fantasy baseball is Ian Khan. Oh man. The most overrated. This was probably the hardest question of all because it's I mean, an open-ended I, I, question. I, right, it exactly. really is. I kind of I kind of need to run to hold on one second. I'm gonna need a few seconds to give a fair answer, and I'm sure that it oh, took just go with your gut, no, man. No, no, no. I, I have to remember everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've got to I don't want to miss out on anybody. So I'm just going all players. Uh, it's not Trout. It's not him. Most overrated. I, I'm going to guess it's got to be somebody in the top 50 because otherwise it's just right. Doesn't it? Can I ask that yeah, question? This is, this is cheating. I think. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know how DVR's brain was working. I, I, and I, I feel assumed, like I he, assumed a high end player. I, I wasn't, okay, I wasn't going to like saw, pick up some sure. like guy in the one fifties who shouldn't get drafted or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Because that would be, that would be weird. Yeah. Uh, the most overrated fantasy player. This is, this is a very good question. I have one name. Pretty sure I'm wrong about this. Yeah, this is really hard to get right. I'm trying to get you right here, actually, believe it or not. Um, all right, I'm going to say Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, I was kind of close in a way. I didn't think you were going to turn on a Yankee in particular. Um, and and a, <laughs> the reason I thought my answer was wrong, I, I chose Bryce Harper. And I, I know you like him this year. 
But I was yeah, I kind of thinking about like the overall scope of how you feel about Harper, which is probably more about real baseball and the contract and not wanting him for $300 million. And It's more – Harper, it's not even about the money. It's about the person in – in the uniform, in the room with the other players. That's my biggest problem with Bryce Harper. He's a knucklehead. He's a knucklehead. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I couldn't come but, up with a good fantasy answer, so I, I thought maybe Harper was the way to go. It's it's not... I, I went, yeah, that's f- fair. I mean, the first name that came to mind was Yasiel Puig, actually. That was the first... Like, if I was just going to answer immediately, it was Yasiel Puig. But not really in a fantasy way. It's just more in a baseball way. But you know what? I need the point. I need him to get one wrong. So I'm climbing <laughs> back in. So I'm, Ian, we can move on. Yeah, you know, well, hold on. Let me, let me tie something back here. I'm sorry to, to kill momentum, but uh, you're talking with the Phillies about Luis Robert. Robert, Robert. I am. Uh, yeah, uh, did Bryce Harper ever kind of come up anywhere? In it the- hasn't come up yet. But the problem with that is you're taking on the contract too. Like you're taking on the yeah. But the White the Sox have million. a lot of money. Don't they have a lot of money in the game? I have money. I have money. But I mean, I don't know, man. I. She's gonna be tough based on the offer she made me <laughs> for for a Louis Robert on a very team friendly contract. I, I I don't imagine that Megan and I are gonna consummate a deal here because she's 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 playing tough. And the key was the womp womp. I was like, right. <laughs> I don't know if we got cut off earlier, but I was like, all right, let's take off the gloves. All right, you want to talk? Let's talk. But you know, you got to know. You got to know. Like I was looking at the different teams and you know i'm always looking at the standings to see the team that's dropping out right like who's going right. to be ready to sell and if they're ready to sell like who do i want from them so the teams in the sim the tigers the mariners are ready to sell for sure um the orioles but like who do i want from those teams then i looked at the padres at 9 and 14 and i was like hey that's a team that's ready to sell or they could be ready to sell <laughs> too bad the gm's um, a dick right no and i thought i'm not trading with that gm <laughs> because that gm's too smart i'm not trading with him <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, uh, Orioles GM Dan Connolly uh, was trying to trade Chris Davis and was offering to send a lot of money with him, too. How's Chris Davis doing in the sim? I'm kind of more interested in Renato Nunez, who's blowing up. I was thinking about making an offer there for Renato Nunez. I had to, I, I actually quit OTP because I, I thought that running in the background messed us up the first time. <laughs> so I, it's going to take me, it takes like a 20 minutes to open. I got, so, I, got, I, got, I got you on Chris Davis. I'll, I'll look it up. He's right. he's probably, I mean, they, they didn't adjust for his amazing spring training. He's they one, might have. one for 13 with six strikeouts. Dan's not even playing him. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. But we're looking at Renato Nunez. Nunez. You could type his name to the search bar to find him faster. That took me a week to figure out on my own. So the lesson oh, I here, love that you could type the whole name, too. Watch the tutorials. That's, that's the lesson here. 20, 21 <laughs> yeah, games. I'm not doing that. Nine homers. He's already been a 1.3 war player in 21 games. Yeah, he's That's what I'm saying. killing it. But he's a 45-45, so I don't quite understand it. He has a 2 to 22 walk to strikeout ratio right now. So, yeah, wow, that walked that, 22 times and only struck out twice. Flip that. <laughs> I know I sniffed. You missed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I I, ca- it I caught the snip right after I opened my mouth. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should just shut up more often. No, yeah, you do not need to shut up more often. If anybody on this show needs to shut up more often, it's this guy. Okay, Nando, what's next? All right. uh, Ian, what do we, uh, sorry, DVR, what do we got? Is three to one? Yeah, I got the momentum. Three one. Coming back. All right. We asked Ian, which Reds combo would DVR rather own? Anthony DiScalfani and Rysel Iglesias or Sonny Gray and Freddie Galvis? And again, you have to keep them on your team all year. Mm-hmm. Ian's gonna get this one right. Uh, Sonny Gray and Freddie Galvis. That's true. 
That's correct. I don't think I made that hard enough. That is. I just like Sonny Gray, I think, a lot. He likes Sonny and Gray. I think I've made it pretty clear on this show, especially. So I think that one that one's pretty unique. And I've also I don't know if I've besmirched Rysel Iglesias. It is a it's a fair it's a totally fair question yeah, because Iglesias is like question. a top one hundred ish fringy like top one hundred closer. Right. Uh, mm, a top one hundred player. No, top one hundred player. Player as a closer, I'm saying. Yeah, his ADP is like, like one thirty or one forty or something. So he's not that far Sorry. behind Gray. Disco is probably better than Galvis. Like that's that's a reasonable toss up. I'm just yeah. uh, a fanboy of, of Sonny Gray, I guess. And also having Galvis was, on the on the feet Galvis isn't a bad option to have on your bench from middle infield, covers a lot of spots. I, you know, not bad. He plays enough to just Freddy. be ample everywhere. Yeah. Is he just Ample, though? That, that was actually where I wanted to go with this question, is Freddie Galvis. Uh, is he better than Ample, basically? If he plays every day, there was a period last year in April, May, June, where Freddie Galvis was a top 10 option at shortstop. I mean, I, I really mean that. I don't mean that. Right. Yeah, he was. He's, that way, he, but he was he's playing been good. that way. Yeah. I think he was still at Toronto then. It was before he was traded. Is that correct, DVR? Am I right? Those first three months, he was, you know, I think he had like, Four, 13 home runs and like a bunch of steals too and was hitting around hitting around 280 like he was he was a valued piece like he was playable almost in 12 team leagues yeah 267 299 444 18 homers in 115 games pre-trade then five more at the end of the season so he doesn't, he doesn't run as much as i thought i i, I still How thought many he was did he have he had four in six attempts all season in 147 games i, I would okay, have thought like wait. eight to ten was where he was I thought so too. I'm wrong, but DVR. What were the numbers in Toronto again in 115 games? 267, 299, 444, but 18 homers, 54 yeah, RBIs, yeah. 55 yeah. runs. He was. I mean, look. If I was, he was playing on my teams. I was picking him up and playing him, and not regretting it until he got traded. And then when he got traded, he just wasn't playing. As much. I mean, he was still playing, but he wasn't playing as much, and he was, you know, struggling in the new environment, which is something you always have to be mindful of. Yeah, which I mean, it's, I, I feel like that hasn't happened as much uh, lately. Like in, in terms of you know the last decade, it, that used to be a thing. Like, oh, guy switches teams, guy switches leagues. You, you know, it's an adjustment period, whatever, whatever. And I've always kind of used that as, as a not a crutch, but like an argument. But it, I don't. Th- I feel like that hasn't happened as much. I don't have any numbers to back that up, and it would take too much time to do it. But no, uh, it, it, you're, you're you're right. I think it's still it has an effect. It has. It, we go back to this. We talk about this a lot. It's a human game played by human beings. All of a sudden, you're not in the same apartment that you were. You're not. You know. You got to set up cable in a new place. It's a pain <laughs> in the butt. Look, as an actor, for years on the road, I would be like, "All right, I'm living in Hartford, Connecticut for the next two months. All right, now I'm doing a play in Minnesota. Oh, all right, now I'm in Washington D.C. It's interesting, but every time you get there, like, all right, wait, what's the cable company? Where, where do I get food? And, you know, your mind doesn't, it doesn't just stay on playing ball. I agree with that. And I'm just laughing at the specific example of the cable company and how miserable of an experience it is to get your internet and TV set up in a new place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Although, although when I would go out of town, the, the theaters would provide it. So like I would go into a place where the cable was set up, but all of a sudden I would, I was like, wait, there's no DVR. You know, and I don't mean you. Actual DVR? Yeah. <laughs> There's no, no actual <laughs> DVR. Yeah. Hey, right. by the hey, way, DVR, I, when's... I'm on a roll here. Go ahead. just want to say. Well, I'm going to interrupt your momentum again. DVR can plug the, uh, I'm sorry, the online drafts, auctions. Yeah, the online auctions, the Triple Crown. Ian's a part of it. 
Uh, Nando's a part of it Nando? in spirit. I wasn't Why asked. Why you doing it? Yeah, you were. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. He I'm said. just kidding. There's he no said, way I could have pulled off it. running three I'm teams. In. No, that's all right. Okay. I, I just, if it was, I, I, there's no way I could have pulled off running the teams. I, I told him, best ball, I'm in. Raid the live stream. But yeah, we're going to do um, three different auctions. Mixed auction is tonight. Uh, I'll live stream it on Twitch, so I'll make a clown of myself trying to build a team and speak intelligently about it at the same time. It'll be fine. AL well, that's tonight. Week, NL next week. Yeah, they're, they're all, every Wednesday night, 7 Eastern is when the uh, auctions begin. I'll probably jump on the stream 20 or 30 minutes before that. And Next week is AL? AL's I gotta get you those graphics. Yeah. Can you resend me the graphics email? I was looking for it before the show. Oh, I, can't I, find. I texted you, that's why. Oh, that's okay. Bad. I, I dropped it into <laughs> a text. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was searching for everything I could think of, and I'm like, why isn't this showing up in my emails? No, thanks for making that, because that's going to look way better than me just on screen in jumbo form. That's why he's the Godfather. That's right. Godfather. Come on, let's get back to that. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Wait, how do they find it? They just hit you up on Twitter, and then you'll have the links. Like, if someone's just lazily trying to find it, yeah, exactly. you'll, I'm sure you'll tweet it out, and then, yeah. Yeah, I'll tweet it out. And I think there might be some other people in the league who are streaming, too. I think maybe Nick Pollock from Pitcher List and possibly Alex Fast are going to do a stream together or... You know, so, so I'll I'll share the links to everybody else's feeds and shows and whatnot. So uh, the whole goal, raising money for charity. We are using all the entry fees to make a big donation to Second Harvest, a food pantry here near me in southern Wisconsin. So all for a good cause. Lovely. Nice. Excited for it. What a guy. Now let's now let's continue crushing him in this game, Ian. Right? Come on, man. Come on. I'm 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 on a roll. We asked Derek Van Riper. How many days of the week does Ian eat breakfast? Do, you can't. You do you it. need time to think about this? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, how many days to get it on? Yeah, how many <laughs> days of the right? week do you eat breakfast? That's the question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll give. Uh, I'll give DVR plus minus one day. Here's the problem. Breakfast is whenever you eat it. Is the question because that's breaking the fast? Yeah. So. <laughs> Does breakfast have to happen between the hours of like 7 a.m. and 9.30 a.m.? No, this, is, I this think, isn't McDonald's in the early 2000s. Like, I think it's a reasonable, like, do you eat a meal within a few hours of waking up before noon, like whenever lunch begins? Yeah, Ian, the yeah. idea behind this is you're just the most, you know, coach, go right. get him. We got teamwork. We're going to be awesome. Make sure you eat your breakfast every Zero. day. Zero. Zero? Really? You don't eat breakfast? Zero. No. What kind of animal are you? Uh, I'm an. Uh, I what? don't eat breakfast. I wait and I'll have eggs at two. I it, it's. I'd like to say it's intermittent fasting. Um, that that's part of it, and it is part of it. Like the, there's a a thing called intermittent fasting where uh, all, the the key to this whole thing is that Derek lost a point, another point. And I'm like, well, technically, I don't know if that's true. Oh, come on. He did not. His response to my zero does not mean that he. he okay, what was the number? Well, he said seven. But the plus yeah. minus one <laughs> thing, if what is a seven on the plus side, does that go back to zero? Yeah. No. It's like an ace. I, I, think, we should, I think we should allow that. Yeah, I think we should allow no, that. That's how it works. All I think. right. You can allow that. But no, yeah. no, no, no. You lose the point. So you eat you know when you're, two o'clock every day, but you don't eat breakfast. Right. Okay. I'll have, I will have breakfast food, but I will not eat it at, when I wake up. I may have a bite when I make the kids breakfast. I'll have a bite, but that doesn't count. No, I, we were thinking like straight out. Well, I was thinking 
Ian Khan sits down, has a breakfast, Cup and tells all the kids yeah. on his little league team, like, yeah, you got to eat breakfast. Most important meal of the day, kids. I'm no, but what I've learned is, breakfast every day. What I've learned is that it's not the most important meal of the day. And as an actor, which is a pain in the butt to be, you have to you have to like stay in good shape all the time. So you're constantly thinking about like what's the best way to fuel your body, but also not to put on weight. And of course, I do it wrong, um, especially during COVID nineteen. So, uh, but no, the answer is uh, the answer to that question is zero. And I, we only have like seven more minutes before Nando's got to jump. And I want, right. I want a tie. I want a tie. I want a tie because DVR. What is the score here right now? Three two. Ah yeah, baby. Wow. Uh, and you know what? Brilliant. There's a very easy one coming Ian's way and a hard one coming DVR's way. Nice. I'm gonna oh, man. This. Come on. Playing for a draw here. All right. I, I didn't have I, a tiebreaker prepared. Please. Well, next week's show. Uh, next week's show. That's you're right. True. We can just continue you know, it. I like this. If he even ties it, come on. All right. Here we hey, go. Now. Uh, I think I, I will I, now. I'm talking a little smack. Here we go. Maybe you should watch it because maybe DVR is going to lie about his answer to this one just to throw you <laughs> off. That's <laughs> true. <Sure>, good. <laughs> When, All right, what's up? All right, what's next? Derek, what's next? We we asked Ian Khan. Yeah. When Derek Van Riper farts in bed and knows it's one of those <laughs> one of those good bed farts that smells rich, does he a immediately put his head under the covers and t- takes it all in? B tries to kick it out the bottom, or C pretends it didn't happen and hopes his instinct was wrong about the delicious smell. Uh what would what, what I do in that situation? This is what this is what this is what Ian thought you would do in this situation because yes. it's obvious that Ian would yeah pull the sheets above his head. What kick, would you do? Kick it out the bottom. Oh man, yes. you're right. <laughs> yes, there was only yes. one viable choice yes. for that question. What are you kidding no, me? For, for other are you people, kidding me? For yeah. you, come on now, Nando. Nando would have like bottled that shit. So, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. There, was some, there like, were some guys on my floor freshman year that tried doing that. Like there was. There was a guy, his roommate was gone for the weekend. He went home or something, and he thought he could, like, launch one and then cup it. And, like, the kid would pick up his cup on Monday, and it would smell like a fart. Like, that's how dumb people were freshman year. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. I, I told, was talking, I told yeah, him, that's... like, dude, that's not going to work, and it's gross. And I'm not really friends with that guy anymore, so, you know, it all worked out. I'd love to know what he does in life right now. <laughs> I, I kind of feel uh, when, like I'm better off not knowing. When I first found, when I first read the question... I was like, Derek's not going to like this question. And then when yeah. I reread the question, I went, you know what? Actually, it's pretty clever. It's well written. I think we can get away with this. Yeah, and, exactly. and then I like looked deeply into it, and I was like, does he is is Derek going to like go under the covers with it? And he's like, I'm like, no, he's not going to do that. Like, even if he wanted to do it, he wouldn't do it because he's just not the way he would deal with things. And then the third one was like, hope that it wasn't this great fart. I was like, he's kicking that out the bottom of the sheets. There's no doubt in my mind. Yes. All right, ridiculous. Three. Come on. Come three, on. Three. I got a All chance right. for the win on the impossible this is, question. This one is will, this I, is hard. I swear I will tell the truth. All right. DVR. Well, this is a two-part question. But I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm just gonna do the top part. Uh, yeah, and then the bottom part. If he gets half of it. He's got to get it all right, man. He's got to get it all right. It's a ranking like, one, though. All right, rank these players. Right. Rank these players in terms of how nice Ian thinks they are in real life. Ozzy Albies, Bryce okay. Harper, Chris uh-huh. Bryant, Tommy Pham. Oh, Rank wow. these players in terms of how nice Ian thinks they are in real life. Chris Bryant, Ozzy Albies. I'm just repeating them. This is yeah. my list. There's no Tommy way Pham, I got this right. Bryce Harper. I mean, you have three minutes. I could tell you. I think. 
Uh, I, all right. Harper's last. Fam is second last. Okay. And I just got to decide how the other two go. I'm going to go Ozzy Albies one and Chris Bryant two. So I go oh, Albies, my Bryant, God. He fam. was so close. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you were so Albies? close. It was Brian Albies. Fam Harper. No, I went Albies. I went Albies. I went Albies. Because Albies has... Albies is just such a... I like Brian a lot. And there's this great video that everyone should watch. Everyone has to watch Chris Bryant going to a college baseball team and pretending that he's a new recruit and just showing up and for like five minutes just being like the best baseball player that anybody's ever seen. And then them saying, hey, it's Chris Bryant. And then follow that up with Mike Maddox pranking Chris Bryant. Um, Mike Maddox acting like he's a cameraman, puts on like a big paunch on his stomach and is throwing BP to Chris Bryant. And Chris Bryant's like, God, this camera guy's really good. Both of those videos are worth the eight minutes of your time and the best gift that we could give you. Um, so I, I do like Chris Bryant, but Ozzy Albies just seems like such a good guy, doesn't he? There's like for me, there was no way to separate those two guys. It was a complete coin flip, one versus two. Yes, Harper was an easy last, and I think Fam. I just remember like a story about him getting into a fight, I think with his dad or something. Which I don't even. I think he's probably actually a nice guy. I think his dad's probably the the jerk or something, right? Um, so I just kind of. Harper fam, I knew were four and three, and I just had no reason yes. to put Albies ahead of Brian or Brian ahead of Albies. I just I'm oh, so man. unreasonably happy about this. What a comeback! Holy I crap! Am so unreasonably happy. <laughs> Brought God, shame to my entire. DVR family. just crumbled at the end, man. Come on. <laughs> well, I crumbled at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, like, they, they, it was so bad and so brilliant. I'm gonna be like so psyched all day all right so we continue next week is that what we do yeah well i mean hey, look there was a second part to that question that i thought oh, was kind of a, he's already lost but no no we could just no, this, no. we could just do this for fun if you okay, like fine. yeah, yeah but no. we just want to know ian how you'd rank those same four players in a points league this almost feels like a tiebreaker even though ian didn't get a chance for a tiebreaker in a way, this could be his chance for the tiebreaker. It's both no, your chances for the tiebreaker. I refuse to answer. He right, lost fine. his points. No, we're tied. I'm not no breaker. <laughs> um, and also, this is tough. Uh, I'm going to go in a points league. Wow. All right. Um, God, I, I, I Harper one, Bryant two, Albies three, Fam four, and that that's how many points I think they're going to get. I'm not putting position. I'm not making position part of that. Because Fair if I was going to make position part of that, I might move Albies ahead of Chris Bryant because second base is so much more shallow, but I'm not. I'm just going based on point value. I'm going to go Harper, Bryant, Albies, fam. It was it was Harper, Albies, Bryant, fam. If you would have considered position, he would have nailed it. And that Harper, that. He had Harper, Albies, Bryant, fam. All right, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. yeah. Good. All right, well, hey, all right. Make sure you check us out next week. We got to go. Ian's got to go dance. He's going to open up his shutters and go dance outside with the birds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Today's not the day that Khan needs to be out. This is the Defino out. 11.55, baby. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I got to go. Thank you all for listening. We hope you're all still doing well and safe and great, and we're giving you at least something to do for an hour uh, during your weeks while you're uh, hopefully And what's our secret word again, bro? What's our secret word? Uh, Hazel. Hazel. Right, right. Hashtag, yeah. Secret words. Hazel. And let Hit us, us up on Twitter. You, let us know if you like the newlywed game. It was fun That's for right. us. Fun for me. Gosh, that was thrilling. For the man whose mind could be destroyed by using a womp womp in a reply to a trade <laughs> offer, Ian Khan. Uh, it, just, it just gets me all riled up, ready to go, Megan. Let's bring it. 
and the man who has a dog named Sadie but decided to lie to make Ian feel better about it, Derek Van River. I'm just glad I figured out a way to get Ian riled up. <laughs> it's so easy, right? <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us. Have a great uh, time without us. Enjoy your weeks if you can. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.